You're listening to Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. On today's episode, Nicole and I talk about the tragic implosion of the Titanic exploration submarine and the fallout of the search and rescue mission, and glean several spiritual truths that emerge through the lens of the gospel. Now, Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. What's up, everybody? Hello. Boy, Eddie D. I'm Nicole. Welcome back to another episode of Jesus Unfiltered. Uh, we've had a good three weeks off between yeah. vacations and Father's Days and whatnot. Um, and so we're back on the mic and grateful to be in your presence once again. Um, we got a good discussion, I believe, um, that we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to get into some real world stuff um, today and just kind of do what we do put the Jesus spin on it, um, but more importantly, just, you know, show, at least me, how Jesus impacts all this stuff, um, and how we use, and how the gospel is of the lens through which we view and see what's going on in the world, and make sense of what's going on in the world, um, so, um, usually I would have, like, a little write-up or whatever of what went down, but I think we all have been watching the news for the past two weeks um, where this submarine um, that was going down to view the Titanic had five people on board and the um, submarine went missing and there was this whole massive manhunt, so to speak, for this um, vessel um, and come to find out that the vessel had actually imploded. Um, when it reached a certain point down in the water and um, that the U.S. Navy knew that something had imploded, but they weren't sure what it was um, until they got confirmation from some of the wreckage that it was indeed that ship. And so um, all the people died on the submarine, obviously. Um, And so, um, so... the reason I'm bringing it, I, I want to talk about it today is because of a lot of the responses that people gave one way or the other about the submarine, about the search, about, you know, um, grief, um, particularly in the um, black community, how, you know, black black community tends to grieve in, 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 in things, um, and just a whole host of stuff, a whole bunch of reactions to what went down um and so so yeah you got anything before um no we could just jump right in i didn't think about everything that you're saying right now so um excited to get into this conversation today okay so i know um again like i said i don't have any information in front of me like i normally would um usually we find a story and then kind of top it off from there but the long story, the long and short end of it is that these five people spent $250,000 each to go look at the Titanic. Um, down at the, hmm? um, I, 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 sure, I, I don't know. I don't know. I believe they were all white. I don't know. Um, but all of them were rich. All of them were billionaires. Um, and one was the son of a billionaire. Um, it was a father-son duo. Um, oh, so the father... The father and the son were there. Mm -hmm. So you had the pilot, a father and son, and then two other people. They all went down there together, spent this $250,000 each to go and look at the wreckage down in the Titanic. 
they knew that um, that this submarine had problems. Um, like they had cited problems for the past three years. Um, that it wasn't one hundred percent safe. Um, the submarine was operated by a um, Logitech controller, uh, a controller that you could buy off Amazon for fifteen dollars. Um, and they said that it was not sound. It, in, in, in despite the fact that they had gone on trips before, it, the 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 vessel was not approved to do these things, and yet they did it anyway. Um, and at some point, they got to a certain depth, and the um, um, the vessel imploded. Um, like all radio contact went dark. So I, well, I don't, well, I don't know, baby. I mean, hey. You either gonna let me rub you, or you gonna get on me. Talk to the dog. Talk to the dog. Talk to the dog. If y'all don't know, I'm talking to the dog. Dog bothered me, and and want some love. So you either gonna get this love, or you gonna leave me alone. <laughs> so I wanted to do know at what depth did it get to before it imploded? Because apparently it must have gotten close because they found some of the debris near the Titanic. Well, I feel like they would find some of the debris near the Titanic because it fell. Like, once it imploded, some of the pieces fell. So that makes sense. I know, but, the, I mean, but you got to think about this is in the water, so currents happen and stuff like that. So how, like, was it, like, really close to it where nothing in it could just wash it away from the Titanic? Or were they close enough to where it will just fall near the Titanic. Because they make it seem like it was very close. So I'm wondering how far did they get down? Did they even get to see it? Well, um, we're not going to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can know because at what point did they hear the implosion? They can do some math there and see how long it really takes to get Titanic because it's not the first time they've been down there to the Titanic. So they can do the math there and figure out like, uh, I, I feel like they can figure out um, like a, a range of where they were, where it happened. Because if they heard a sound that sounded like an implosion, then they can use that to gauge that. But do they care? I think it would be a good thing to do because it will help them figure out if they ever do this again, which I have mixed feelings about that. But at to what point would it be... Um, at what point should you stop and think about, okay, we shouldn't go any further than this. So when did it implode? At what depth? Or how about build a vessel that can actually just go down there? I mean, that's, that's I mean, I mean, just do that. They knew that they knew that the vessel couldn't go down there. Like, but it has been down there. It hasn't. It hasn't been down. It hasn't been down to the actual Titanic itself. It got to a certain point. And so, like... And they know what point that is? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, that that was, to me, that was that was dumb on their part. If they knew at what point they should stop, then they should have stopped. Or maybe the cabin wasn't pressurized the way that it needs to be pressurized. Um, because, again, in order to go down in those certain depths, <clears throat> everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. Like, there can't be a screw missing, a hole anywhere within that space because if there's any air leakage whatsoever, 
the pressure is going to it's it's gonna it's gonna crush. Yeah, I did read that there was like a um there could have been like a something yeah in there yeah like I mean that's that's the whole that's why submarines are in, it takes forever to build them because you're having to build a vessel that is I'm not gonna say indestructible but you have to be it has to be so careful that any tiny poke in a piece of metal somewhere can cause all your at your cabin pressure to just you know that's why um our ears pop when we're on an airplane because they're the, the cabin is pressurized for us to be able to handle being up in the air you know if there's any type of air leak or air pocket whatsoever it has potential to cause the entire um cabin not to implode per se but to you know lose its ability to stay up in the air like all those things matter it's just like i was telling you before about a roller coaster and if you know all the pieces have to work in order for the roller coaster to ride it's the same thing with a submarine like you can't have a, you can't have a flaw of that magnitude to happen because if it does then the whole thing's going that's game over so um so I feel so I feel bad for them for that. Well, see, I, I got mixed feelings about that too. Because if they knew, then you're choosing to take that risk. I mean, if to me it's different than to me getting in getting in that is different than getting on the plane. Because getting on a plane you are trusting that they are doing their job right well, and that true. they are doing what they're supposed to do. So getting on the plane, you're getting on with professionals who you believe are equipped to do that. But what they did was, yeah, they might have been with a professional who's equipped to do that, but the professional all also knew that the, 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 the vessel itself wasn't equipped to do what they wanted it to do. And that wasn't kept from them, right? Nope. So that was a choice that they made, yep. knowing that it wasn't safe. Yep. It's to me is different than, you know, getting on a plane or a train or something like that because you're you're doing that with the thought in mind that this person knows what they're doing, and so now I'm trusting them to keep me safe. Nabu, you're with someone who can do what they need to do, but y'all are in a vessel that you're not trusting to keep you safe. So you're choosing to mm -hmm. do that. And so I, I, I guess I have mixed feelings about. I mean, I feel bad because they died, and, and it was a lot of family, well, five families that have been affected by this, mm -hmm. and that that takes me into a mind space of like when you are choosing to do the things you are choosing to do. Sometimes we sometimes we can be selfish, yes, because you know it, it depends on who you are, it depends on your life depends on, you know, your relationship with God, but then you also have to take into account what do your, who do your choices affect, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now there are families out there who have been affected by this, who have lost loved ones because you decided to do something that was not safe. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then think about the, the son that lost his life, like, you know, his dad was taking him on a trip, mm -hmm. you know, and so, so that, so that by itself is a tragedy in and of itself, um, an unnecessary tragedy, but a tragedy nonetheless. 
And um, again, condolences to the families and all, because uh, no nobody should have lost their life. But nobody should have lost their life. Like, <laughs> like, like, no. You okay? Here we go. You spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars to look at something that you could have seen in a documentary in HD. I mean, but you know, it's mm -mm. no, no. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Talk to dog. No, I'll, yeah. <laughs> Because when I looked at the submarine, looked at the submarine. Submarines view hole ain't but this big. Ain't but this big. What are we gonna see? Out this little bitty view hole that I can't see in HD. That is blazing in, HD. In, this in little bitty hole. Okay, move yes. my turn. Okay, yes. move my turn. Okay, move my turn. So for, one for, for one hole for two hundred and fifty thousand dollarinos, what I'm saying. That's that that two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, I will say that if I had money to blow, I'll probably be blowing it on some wild, crazy adventures myself. So, not entirely judging them for that. But when I saw the view hole. See, and how small that hole yeah. was. See, it'd be different if it was like glass encasing. See, I can't even say you, that. So it's only one hole. There one was hole. Was it two? No, one hole. So if it, it was just five people. Listen, one hole. It'd be different if we talk about a whole glass encasement. Like you feel like you are in there with the mermaids and all that type of. I'm talking about two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like this, the vessel is no bigger than this. Um, 
than the carpet that we standing on right now. Now I'm not talking about the blue one. I'm talking about the aqua one. Go figure. Like that's how big the ship was for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece. No, I better be on the freaking um Avengers hovercraft <laughs> helicarrier. No, you gotta be. I am thinking. No, no, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like that's that's the part that bothered me. Like this this person, this four people, that was a million dollar ride. That was a million dollar ride, and you tell me that y'all ain't got the money to make this vessel pristine. Like I mean, yeah, I get that. That's what that's that's what I'm saying. Like. Dude, I'm talking about the view no, and the music. I know, I am. I'm talking about all of that. I'm talking about all of that. I'm talking about the safety, the security, the views, all of that. Because if all I'm seeing is this little murky window, it's a murky window. 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 It's not like a pristine, like, like what our window, like our windows looking outside and seeing all the grass and the trees and everything. It's a murky behind window. I can barely see anything through this. What you mean? But $250,000? Don't be looking, y'all. Don't be looking. What you To me, that's, that's a two thousand dollar view. That's my dramatic. I, I can burn a credit card off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can make my own window. Oh my gosh! Talk about the two hundred fifty thousand dollars for that little, for that stinking view. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I'll be upset. That's why. They, that's why the families gonna sue and they gonna make they gonna get all their money back. They gonna get all their money back. Right. Well, um. Um, um, what's it called? The um, uh, uh, safety agreement. Like, uh, they're gonna get all their money back for that. It is little. It's. I told you. That's a little window for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, I'm not talking about the window. I'm talking about the window yeah. and the, the walls. The, wi- the window and, and the walls. All four of them can sit at the window, and not the one at a time. Please. It that's is a not little bitty window. No. That's a little bitty window. It that's a, that's an airplane window. And you got to think about the fact that you, we are looking at a picture. If we were up close to that boo, that would. No. <laughs> no, for real. Is that a human? No. Oh, okay. If we were, and see, the fact that you thought that was a human Stop. shows you how big the thing is. That little that window is no. for $250,000. No. Because if you thought that was a human, all four of them could look out of that window. Not for no $250,000. Yeah, I'm going to have my own window. No. No. Uh-uh. I'm doing you gotta, that. You, I mean, you got to think about that. what you're doing, where you're doing going. doing that. Nope. And 
Nope. See, I agree with you about the safety part because <laughs> you got to think about you're spending the money for safety. And that's where yes. my issue came. Yes. It, because you, you are with somebody who knows that this is not right. They yeah, know that this is not know. right. That's almost like how we, how some Christians do, and then how a lot of non-Christians are. You like, you are around people who you know are not good for your soul. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're staying. Why? Why? Because you, because you're missing something. You feel like you're missing something, or you want something, mm-hmm. or you know, you want to see, that. you want to see this Titanic so badly that you're willing to risk your safety for it. Like, no, 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 no. I know you were. That's the, that's the point. That's the that, like you are ri- you're willing to risk life and safety for this thing. Like, why? Yeah. Why are you that? Why are you that desperate to see it? Why are you that desperate to have it? Why are you that desperate to obtain Stay. it? Right. Like, why are you? St- why are you staying sticking with it? You know, <clears throat> that that's in- indicative of you know the value that we put on things. Like again. If you got the money to burn, have at it. That's what I mean. That's what life is all about. You know, we can say that when we weren't in a position to be able to go and do the things that we want to do that we're doing now. So we had to wait until now to be able to be in a position to do it. And now that we're in a position to do stuff, we do stuff. If you got the money and you got it to burn and somebody's charging that much and you got it, give it to them. But... If that's what you really want to do. But ask yourself the question, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? And how are you going to get home? (laughs) No, for real. Like, how are you going to get home? Because listen, when we went to Vegas two weeks ago, that that my my whole premise was we got to make, before anything else, we got to make sure we get back home. That that was my number one thing. We got to get back home. And so, you know, the planes... And the Uber rides, that was my number one thing. We got to make sure we get to where we're supposed to go and that we get back where we're supposed to go in every situation that we're in. And so I'm checking for safety. I'm looking to make sure they're taking us where they're supposed to go. If they're not, you know, I'm, I got the safety parameters in place. Okay, you got the door. You got the handle. Just going to need to jump out this piece. <laughs> like, we ain't playing with these people. <laughs> like, we got to get home. I had, we had a fantastic time but the whole time that was in my that was my mindset make sure we're going where we're supposed to go and so i had that map on every time like i wasn't just i just wasn't talking and having a good time even when the people were talking to us i had my eyes glued to my phone like are we going where they said where i said i wanted to go and so in the same vein it's like you know you wanted this trip so badly but in the in and in, in you want to again enjoy the moment for what it is, but at the same time, are you going? How, how are we getting home? How are we getting home? And is this vessel safe? Is it? Yeah. Is this vessel safe? And if I don't, because and, and and I and I credit you for this because you taught me to read. <laughs> I'm for real. Like before, I would never read an Amazon review. I would never read a hotel review. I would never read like. Anything like that. If I want to book something, book and go. Like I wasn't even thinking about did they have, you know, you know, roaches or did they have like bugs or did they have mold or any type of like issues with the staff or anything like that. Like I would never look at stuff like that. And so I would credit you for I'll credit you for that because that's what you do. Like, okay, so where we stay in, does it have this? Does it have that? Does it have this? And I used to get frustrated with you at first. 
But in that one place we went, when I picked, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like, you know what? My bad. <laughs> and then the next time we you had picked a spot, like we were like, we got to read the reviews from now on. And so no, so so I so again, I'm with I'm with you. Like, spend the money if that's what you want to do, sure. But do your homework. Like, and again, these this company had so many issues, so many red flags, so many warnings, and it's like, and, and, and it's indicative of how we are as a people. Just like you said, like the warning signs. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you can't see them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you can't you can't see them just until you go right. Okay. But there are times where the the signs couldn't be clearer exactly. if you just do the research. If you just open your eyes. And so what is it about this thing that you want, this thing that you just got to have to where you're ignoring all the signs, all the warnings. You want this relationship so bad, but all the signs are there. Not good for you, not good for a family, not only cares about self, going to gaslight you at times, but you steady want to be with this person so bad. Why? You know this job is no good for you. This job is, you know, they ain't got no lick of integrity whatsoever. You got to cut corners. You got to do this and that in order to get the job done. Why are you still there? Like, why are you still there? You know this job is not doing any good for your soul, but you're still there. Why? And so on repeat, we find a lot of times that we may want something, an experience, a person, fun, good times, whatever, so badly that we're willing to risk safety, risk our souls, risk our well-being to have this thing. Like, and again, this isn't talking about subtle stuff. I'm talking about blaring, not blaring, glaring um, issues that these people had. The FCC or whoever it is, the no OSHA folk or whoever telling you this ain't safe. And yet you still spent all that money and now your life is gone. You know? Also, you can see some boat that don't nobody care about. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, <coughs> if there was a way that I could go and see that and I trusted it, I would want to do that. Yeah, I would. To be too. honest with you, like, I really I mean, I'm would. A to, see, <laughs> to see the Titanic, the, 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 the ship that went down that was indestructible. Um, and then too, and it wouldn't, for me, it wouldn't just be because of the ship. Like you're going into the depths of a place that no one rarely goes. Like, so that means that you will, you, you may see things that you would not even think existed in this world. And so I think to have that experience would be cool. But for me, it's all about safety. Like, do I really and truly believe that I'm going to get back home to my family? Because with anything that we do, even if it's driving or going on a train or a plane, there's always a possibility of anything. Anything. But is the livelihood of that happening? Mm. How how much is it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a a thing about control. Put me on a plane. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. It's a thing of control. That's um, That's why I knew even with you going on a plane, like, you know, it was a it was a control issue. Because you don't have control of the plane. You have control of the car. Yeah. You might have control of a little bit of a boat if you if you feel like, you know, the person ain't driving right. Oh, I got this. Like, I feel like you might. 
But, but when it comes to a plane, like you don't have control. Yeah. And when you don't have control and you feel bumps and things like that, Woo. things that you would normally try to avoid in a car, uh-huh. like makes you feel some type of way. And that's how I felt on the plane. So I'm just like, so you just going to someone's purpose. Because <laughs> you mean tell me you can't fly around these clouds at all? Like the whole ride going to be bumpy? That's how I felt. Like, so, you know, for me, I'd be trying to avoid storms. That's what I would be trying to do. So I was like, I feel like he's trying to get around the points. He's trying to, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. that's where my mind was going. Like, so, but at any rate, it was a, it's a matter of control. And so if I'm going to give up control, you better make this as safe as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, oh my gosh, okay, I didn't see that coming. I feel like that's how a lot of people are with God. Mm, they don't want to give that up. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Mm-hmm. What is giving my life to God going to do to me? Because you are you are relinquishing control of your life when you yeah. give your life. When you really give your life to God, you are relinquishing control of your life. Yeah. You are saying, "How that song say, God, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. Oh, how you love me." Somehow that frees me to um, to get, to lift my hands off of my life in the way it should go. And then he says it again, and again. Um, so I so I throw my hands up and give you control. Oh, Crystal! And I said I give you control. And so it's like um, that's what we're that's what we're literally doing when we give our lives to God. We're saying, God, I give you, I give control of my life. Back to the owner. Because when we're not saved, we are, for lack of a better way of putting it, the master and commanders of our own lives. Even though we're not. God gives us this kind of false sense of control that we have. And he's lovingly leading and guiding us toward a relationship with him. But in that that leading and guiding, it comes with with the price of having to say, I no longer, I no longer have control. I no longer want control or need control or whatever of my life. I'm giving it to you, even though we still want our hands on the steering wheel sometimes. But God, I'm giving it to you, and in doing so, it scares me because I don't know where you're taking me. Exactly. I don't know. The bumps and the bruises. I don't know what your intentions are. I don't know. Even though we should. Well, even though in time he reveals that to us. But we don't know that. I know. Purpose. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what your intentions are. Just like with the guy when he was taking us to the pool hall. We know what his intentions were. We can only hope he was taking us to the pool hall. You know, when he made, when he started deviating from the, um, from the, from the map. And so in that, and so again, it's like we don't know, we don't know up front initially with our with a whole heart what God's intentions are, but we can only hope that if we know the scripture, mm-hmm. that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, that whatever he's doing is meant for his good yes. and for and in, in, in for in, in his good is meant for our good. And so so yeah, that's I mean that's essentially what we're paying the paying for when we go on trips or we you know want these adventures or anything. We're saying I am relinquishing control. Yep. And I'm giving you the wheel. I'm giving you the keys. 
of this vessel, and I'm trusting that you're going to get us where we got to go and going to bring us back to where we came from. And that didn't happen. And that didn't happen for them. It did not. Didn't happen for them. I think that's that you have to really think about, like, when you are making these decisions. I mean, yeah, trust people. But I feel like don't, so, and sometimes you probably can't help it, but don't so much blindly trust people, especially if you don't know them like that. Um, but who but who am I to say? Maybe they knew each other. Maybe they went way back. You knew the pilot and all that. But, um, maybe, but, I mean, we don't, be, we don't know the, um, we don't know the crews, the, the, the crew captains. But still, I mean, I would want to ask questions. Or if I can't get to that, I would want to do my research. You know, and don't don't ignore what you see because you only see one or two, you know, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ignore that. Like, dig deeper, especially when you're making big decisions like that that can affect not just you, Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, the people who are dead, they're not here to see the effect of their act. They're, they're not here to see what has happened because of their actions. Nope. They don't feel it. Nope. The families do. Nope. And so, sometimes to me, that can be a little selfish. But, I, I mean, but then again, I don't know. Did they really think about doing it? Like how long before they made decision the decision to want to actually go, um, so that's really my big take on it. Like I'm, I'm really, I feel really bad for the families, and I just wonder. Like I haven't looked up, you know, how they're doing, or has anybody made a statement or anything like that. But I just feel really bad for them, and um, I mean, I couldn't imagine. That's why I'm always asking um, the girls. I feel like sometimes, I don't know if you see me as a helicopter mom, but I'll take that if I need to be just to keep them safe and to make them think about why they're doing what they're doing. Like, don't just just go into something blindly. You know, when you want to go places, don't just go to someplace blindly because your friends are there. Like, do your research with different things. Like, where are you going? Okay, what what is near it? What is what is this place really about? And that's something that, honestly, I didn't. I, I feel like our parents probably say this. What I'm about to say, I don't think that I had to think about that so so much when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. But I I think my parents would say different. I think my parents would say they didn't have to think about what um, they didn't have to think about what we had to think about as a young age when they were our age. You get what I'm no, saying? No, no. With each generation, there comes a new challenge. Yeah. A new set of dangers, yeah. and we're in the age of all access, all the time to everything. Yeah. And so we're so we got a new so level of danger about, that we yeah, got to think about that our parents about. never had to think about because our parents never had to worry about whether or not we we're going to meet up with somebody online, Tinder, and you know, yeah. that type of stuff. Before then, their parents never had to worry about, you know, um, you know, kids jumping in, jumping in cars and, and, and you know, yeah. like there's yeah. every generation has a new set of dangers. Um, and so, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. 
And so um, to that end, what you're saying about digging deeper and doing research, you know, I think about I think about that a lot, even when it comes to God, mm-hmm. where a lot of people feel like they don't feel like they've done their research. Yeah, you, you have some you have, okay. So in both camps, you have some people who feel like they've done all the research they need to do to know that God isn't real. But then you have people on the other on the other side who you know have done very little research and don't want to believe in God. And it's like, for those people who have done very little research, done, done, the, done the deep dive, I believe may be necessary for some of them to have a, a walk with God, I would encourage them, do your research. That's because somebody was saying to, uh, on, on the internet, um, on Facebook yesterday, what would you tell a young preacher um, to do um, starting out as a preacher? And I told him, read. So you said the people that have done a lot of research, you said there are you know some that people is real or isn't. There's a lot of people who have done a lot of research and they came to a conclusion that God isn't real. But then you have some people who won't believe in him who haven't looked at anything at all. And I'm telling them, do your research. Because while I know the people who have done their research and don't believe, that's a heart thing that God has to transform in them. At least they know. You can have a conversation with them and they can tell you after all the research I did and studying the scriptures and doing this and doing that, I came to the conclusion. I can have a conversation with that person. But this person over here was just like, Well, I don't believe in Jesus because, you know, that was the um the um the the religion of the white man. So you ain't did no research. You just know it's a white man's religion. So let's talk about why it ain't of a white man religion, because it wasn't even started with a white man. <laughs> let's, let's, start, let's start there. So it's like, for them, I tell them, do your research. Because even in the church today, just like that question about the, the young pastors and stuff, what they should be doing, when I told them, read, 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 because you people don't know their history. People don't know that the church in Africa, the church was really birthed after Israel, Africa. Like, black folk us was running things in Christianity for a long time before the Roman before the Romans got it. And nobody talks about that. They only talk about, you know, Europe and it coming to the Americas. So there's a whole bevy of history of of church of the of the early church coming from us. From from black people. But no one talks about that. No one talks beyond the 1600s because, the, again, the white man used it to enslave us by ripping out whole chunks of the Bible in order to manipulate us into staying slaves. So they knew what the gospel really was, but they weren't telling us. And so, again, I say all that to say, just as you said, do your research when it comes to the safety stuff. Do research when it comes to your soul. Your soul is more valuable than anything else in this world, and yet we treat it like it's trash. We treat it like it's rubbish. Unless and until somebody hurts our feelings, and now we want to go on this soul-searching journey so I can get me back, you know, which is good, but that's the only time we want to care about our souls. You know, I, I, I mean, I mean what, what, what are we calling it now? Um, um, target. Self-care. You know, I'm on, a, I'm on a self-care tip. 
Like, this is, this is my self-care now. And so now I want to care about my soul, but it's only, like, to, to what end? Like, are you are you truly caring about your soul, or are you just trying to wound your, your hurt feelings? But that But I'm digressing. The point is, do your research. Because if your soul is the most important thing to you, then what are you doing to make to manage its care? To keep it safe, to keep it secure, to know that you are in the, the, the best hands when it comes when it comes to God. Like you couldn't trust anybody else with your soul. He created it. Yeah. So why wouldn't he take care of the thing that he created? And I know some people are like, well, he didn't take care of me when I was five, or he didn't take care of me when I was nine. It's like that's a that's a broken world situation, but your soul is still here. Yeah. Talking about the physical. Yeah, right. And that, that junk hurts and it's psychologically damaging. Okay, no question about that. But God can so are live. you saying that he didn't take care of Jesus? Come on now. He was pretty good. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Like, you know. But then you be your will take this cup from me. My God, why have you forsaken me? But yeah, then, if it's not his will, then we that right and it's sometimes hard to accept that but i mean that's why he's with us even in the journey of accepting something yes that we may not like mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's it's not going to work right for his purpose mm-hmm. and that's what we should be focused on because the 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 end game is not the accomplishments of this of this world mm-hmm that's our soul safety in the midst of it. Yeah. I just pray that the five men on that vessel, you know, had some some type of relationship with him. Yep. And that the families that have been affected by it are not so um, vengeful that they just want to see whoever burned because of it. You know, I get that. I, and I'm not taking that away. You know, because there, yeah, there mm-hmm. have been a lot of people who something has happened and they want to see justice. Mm-hmm. And I get that, but don't let that affect your soul, your soul. and who you really are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we, so, we've even seen it in this city how, you know, a uh, tragic incident you know, and the ramifications thereof and the implications thereof, how, you know, it could turn mm-hmm. an entire family, an entire city, yes. you know, into these vengeful, rageful, hateful people. Yeah. And it has lasting effects that can last almost a generation. Yes. And so definitely yeah. understand where you come what you're talking about in that regard. Um and so yeah man. Um so the next thing that I wanted to bring up with it is um, the fact that um, once the once the submarine was once it was noted that the submarine went missing, um, people, particularly black folk in America, but people in general, um, started popping off with the memes. I mean, they had so many jokes, so many jokes. Um, People were talking about, um, you know, and some of them were definitely in poor taste. So, they were funny. They were still funny. It was in poor taste, but it was still funny. 
somebody somebody was saying um that it was easier to find um something than it was to find them um somebody was saying um they need to put um like a black woman on the search because she can find something she can find something easy <laughs> just put just put a black woman on it and she can find it she can find it in two seconds find them in two seconds um there was other memes that the Simpsons had actually talked about this very thing happening in a in a previous cartoon um that they had done um there was other memes that were saying um you know um that you that um well no I'm not gonna bring that up yet um, but there were all these different jokes and all these different memes. And again, I, I did not do any type of thing that I could read them off. But I'm saying all that to say some people found that very offensive. That people would make light of the fact that, you know, this tragic thing was unfolding the way that it was. And some people were like, you know, um... I, how how dare y'all you know make jokes of, about these about this thing that's happening you know this thing is a serious thing that's going down and you know why are we always like this why are we always making light of things and so somebody's response to that which is the, to try to land it somebody's response to that was when black when blacks in particular when all we've known is struggle we learn how to get through tragedy through laughter. And so we make light of situations because that's what we've had to do our whole lives just to get through. Um, talking all the way back to the days of slavery. Um, that in order for us to get through some of the darkest moments of our lives, we've often gotten through them through laughter. And so, you know, excuse us for doing what we always do to get through something, that, something tragic by making light of it so that way we can get through it. Thoughts? I mean, if some people feel that way, some people feel that way. Um, honestly, I don't think it's everything tragic that a black person goes through that they're going to make light of the situation because you got to think about some of those personal struggles that you go through too. You're not going to laugh in the midst of it. Um, so I don't know if that is... I don't know if that is someone trying to really make light of the situation to try to help others or if that's someone who's, you know, being an ass um, about it because I can see it both ways. And, I mean, if that's the case, <clears throat> then why put it out for the world to see? If you really want to get through this, um, if you really want to get through it, then do it, do it, do it. Um, um, it's fully pri privately. Mm. I mean, because mm. my thing is, it's not. And and correct me how I'm saying this. I'm going to say it and then try to fix it. It's not your tragedy to try to make light of. Mm. So I feel like it's almost kind of an insult to the people whose tragedy it really is, because mm. mm. you don't mm. know how they get their traumatic moments mm. and so if you're mm -hmm. trying to make light of something you don't even know these people mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. how is how is I feel like that's the shot now that you're trying to spit at someone and saying oh you're going through something now but we've been through things all life all life I mean stop trying mm -hmm. to make it about you this is not about you right now this is somebody mm -hmm. else's traumatic moments 
and they need mm-hmm. to grieve and go through it how they go through it. Mm-hmm. Like that's good. When it when that's it's good. your turn, okay. If you need to go through it how you need to go through it, then do that. But mm-hmm. don't take that that moment away from somebody else to to get through how they need to get through. That's something. really good. That's really good. Because one of the one of the things that was permeating through that was that um, you know people were saying we can make light of this because. Um, you know, this all, all, you know, it's always white billionaires who are always going through stuff. See, like there this. you go. Now you're trying to make it about you, and now you're trying to mm-hmm. make it this black white black, thing, white thing. When it's not this black white thing anymore, because not all of those men were white. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. they weren't just. They might have been mixed. Some one of them looked um, Italian. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and so now again, you're trying to make this about you and about the black community mm-hmm. when. You're you're losing sight of what has really happened to these families. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they they may have done some some stupid things, but okay, that's done. Now, what about these families? Mm-hmm. They're seeing all of this, and mm-hmm. they're having they're having to take this all in, mm-hmm. or either be shielded from it. You know, you don't know if they have siblings younger than them, especially the the kid. Like, mm-hmm. stop. When are we going to stop being so selfish? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been through a lot. Damn, okay, people know that. Mm-hmm. And it's then their choice to either accept what we're saying or just ignore the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you just rah, rah, rah all the time. You see that you can do it. <laughs> what is that showing people? Right. Showing right. people what they're really trying to call you? Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop giving them that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's like um, some um, Tim Ross had said this in, in, in a previous podcast. He said that a lot of a lot of times when we get caught up in these um, wars, when it comes to race, or when it comes to um, politics, or when it comes to um, issues or things, we forget the people. We forget the people. It becomes an issue, and so you turn five people who wanted to do who again. This is my, this is my opinion. On this dumb trip, and yeah, that's our opinion. Right, that's I, our opinion. Believe, I believe it's dumb yeah, I believe, too. I believe it was dumb given the the ship. No, 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 no. The ship, the safety of it, all the of that. Right, the, 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 okay. the yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if I'm spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I want this thing to be pristine. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you know, so I ain't. I got off the window. The window, I'm people. Off, I'm off the window. It did. It did. But whatever. If I'm paying 250 grand, I want this ship to be the tight. I want it to be the, what the Titanic was supposed to be. Okay. But, <laughs> but again, you turn that into rich white billionaires. Yeah. Doing stupid stuff. When you, if you had $50 million. What would you spend it on? What would you spend it on? A freaking car. Stupid stuff. A car stupid for that stuff. exact amount of money. Stupid stuff. Right. A Kia K5 drives just the same. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Exactly. Some that, shoes. For shoes that you don't need. <laughs> Spending $5 on a pair of shoes. Now listen, if I, if, if I, if I ever have, I'm going to look for the most expensive Converse. Lord have mercy. And think about it. But, uh, Whatever. Um, I'm, no, Whatever. I'm, I'm going to get my custom made anyway. I got some ideas. But, <laughs> no, um, we know. Right. Um, <laughs> But, but again, if you got it, you got it. So, again, you get on these rich white billionaires, Land but you way. ain't, but no, 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 well, that part, 
But then you ain't saying nothing about the rich black, black billionaires. Thank you. And the stupid stuff they spending money thank on. You. And the stupid stuff that they're doing thank on a regular basis. But no, it's the majority. It's the, oh, give it. No, baby. No, it doesn't matter. Because again, you're making it about something that it's not about. Mm -hmm. It's not about rich white billionaires doing stupid stuff. It's about these five folk who decided, or four folk, because the, the fifth person. First, the fifth person was the pilot. He decided to. I mean, he decided he was going to go down there, but you know, he what he didn't pay for it. Is what I'm saying. He like, that, well, he got he got paid. Oh, he didn't okay. pay. Yeah. So they they decided I want to go see the Titanic. Yeah. I have the resources to see the Titanic. Yeah. I'm gonna go see the Titanic. I do it too. again. Right. No different than I want to go to Dubai. I got the resources to go to Dubai. I'm gonna go to Dubai. They so now, if the plane crashes, are we gonna call them dumb? No, no, no. Listen, if the plane crashes and you knew that is what it was a it was a high chance of that plane crashing because you knew something went right with the engine, you knew that there would look like it was a tear in the wing or something like that. You knew that it was drunk. overcrowded. You knew the pilot was drunk. You knew that it was too much luggage. Come on, right? And so again, now. If those now just like on um a time to kill a time to um a time to kill, what if that what if the um the people that went to Dubai were black? Are we gonna call it a black a right a rich white thing then? A rich billionaire problem then? Like again, we turn things into things that they're not, yes. so that we can feel better about ourselves and denounce the thing that bothers us so much. When in reality. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah, they're balling. Yeah, they probably don't care about us little folk down here at the bottom of the totem pole. But at the same time, it don't matter. Who this isn't. Who wouldn't give up? Who would give up the chance? Because if they would have made it, who would give up the chance to be able to come back and then say, just like Armstrong, who would give up the chance to come back and say, I did that? Would you give up the chance to go to the moon if you knew it was safe? And you knew you and you and you trusted that it was safe enough to go. That's why I don't trust bungee cording because it's, it's too risky. <laughs> no, for real. But, but you, you have, have people, right? But you got all, all the safety measures are there, right? Just like they got the slingshot at the um at Wild Adventures. No one's lost their life. We even talked to the guy who had just done it, right? Like no one's lost their life on that thing. So all the safety measures are there. All the safety parameters are there. Are we scared no, I'm I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> I might be person number one. Really? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the, but that's my point. It's not a black white thing. It's not. But we turn that into a black white thing by talking about the fact that they spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars a seat, which is something they say only. Rich white people do, and it's not true. No. Rich black people do it. Yep. Rich Mexican people do it. Rich yep. South American people do it. Rich Africans do it. Rich Australians do it. Rich Chinese people, Japanese people, Mongolian people, Indian people, the Arabs. Everybody spends money yep. on the things they want to do exactly. because they got the money to do it. Yep. That's that. That's it. And so to turn it into a black thing, black, white thing, whatever, politics, politics, socioeconomics, and economic problem, like, 
we we overreach and i love how you put it we forget the people we forget the people does anybody know what how they got their money they might have got their money doing great things they might have not they, they might have not but does anybody know this did anybody stop to do that work to figure out whether or not they're just a, a typical whatever that means typical rich white person or did they stop and say you know man we lost a good one like no one does no one's doing that and that's again indicative of even how we do with it how we do folk in the faith like we judge them based upon something we're jealous of or we're envious of or we want so badly you know i've even had to eat crow a lot of times you know, growing up as a young minister, because I saw the people who were getting churches and becoming pastors and things and thinking, when is it going to be my turn? When is it going to be my turn? You know, it was being very judgmental and very, hypocr very hypocritical of a, of a lot of them because, you know, I was like, I, I preach better than him. I teach better than him. And God's like, oh, you do, huh? Okay. All right. It's your turn. And now it's like, that really what this? Like, we sit there, we judge people so much based upon our jealousy or our envy, enviousness. Like, we, I, I wish I had two hundred fifty thousand dollars to burn. That's what they're really saying. Mm -hmm. Not this is a rich billionaire problem. It's more like I wish I was the rich billionaire. I probably wouldn't spend the money on the Titanic, but would you not if you didn't have anything else to do? And somebody brought the opportunity up and your bank account sitting fat and pretty and you ain't got to worry about how much milk costs and your name will be out in the public if you whenever you came back i experienced i experienced such and how such. many people lol come to talk to me looking at the <laughs> looking at the titanic lol okay like that's what we 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 are so envious and jealous of others that will spin it around to justify uh, to justify how how much we think we don't have because the reality is heaven and earth is going to pass away mm -hmm. if our souls are what matter the most to us then i'm not jealous of him because he has more money than me i'm not envious of her because she has more status than me i'm content with where i am while working on building whatever it is that I want to build for myself. Because like, you know, even like we, we talk about with my books and stuff, like at some point when these books get out there, do I want to be, I want to be famous and known for them? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Amazing. Yeah, listen. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and get jealous of that person and this person and that person for getting their opportunities. They got their shot. Good for them. And I mean, the thing is, Eddie, even if you are jealous, because that's also part of an emotion, mm, it's not anything like wrong with being jealous. Like but how do you respond to that jealousy? Mm, that's so good. That's good. Somebody that, needed to hear that. Somebody needed to hear that. Yep. Because I always think about when, um, when we went to dad's church and they gave your sister the car mm. and it was at that moment it's like even though we were like dang really i feel like there was some jealousy there i remember that yes but then very like, much so still being so happy for, for her. her 
Yeah. And the fact the two that things can be she, true. Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing. I don't I don't see anything. Had I been treated my sister differently? Yes, that's or a treated my family differently because they gave her a car at a time when we needed one, then that would have been a problem. Yeah. Because the fact is, my sister needed one too. Yeah. And it was her turn. They gave me one. So they were just doing for her what they had done for me. Mm -hmm. It's just that we were in need at the time of another one. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't, that wasn't for them to do. It wasn't yeah. their mm -hmm. issue. Just like it, it's not the black people's issue to make light of. It's yeah. not yeah. for, you know, like stop trying to put you in it. You don't know them people. Right. And so, and so how do you think they would feel about you doing and saying what you're saying? So let's call a spade a spade. Had nothing happened to this vessel, would we even know? So that they that went? That they went. Wouldn't even know that they went. We don't know them. We don't know them. Oh, wouldn't know that no, they, they went. went that they went. Oh, okay. I, yeah. thought, I thought you were saying no, that it actually happened. Well, yeah. you know what? No. You know that it happened because I didn't know that they I went didn't... down there. What was it? 1960-something. Um, I didn't know that anybody had went down there the first time. Yeah, like nobody, no, nobody knows unless you're just a, a Titanic fanatic. Nobody knows. But so you know, it's cool. I even bought a book about the Titanic, and I read somebody's um, perspective of it who was actually there. Mm. I read nerd. it a while back. I'm such a nerd. And it, and the reason I read it because you know I'm not a book reader, but it was like the books that I like to read, but mm -hmm. it wasn't um, fiction. Mm -hmm. It was actually their perspective, but it was in a story. Mm -hmm. um, did she find her jack? Huh? Did it do it in the car? No, did, this did was she, not did she, did, she, did she stand on? Did she stand on the thing? Kill a boy? Kill old? Kill old dude? No, but she experienced a lot of it. Mm. Oh, I bet so she did. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. But no, I think you nailed it right on the head, man. It's like we project ourselves into people's experiences and make judgment calls off of that. Yeah, instead of just instead of just. Mm -hmm. Seeing it from the outside and trying to not trying to put ourselves into something we ain't got no business putting ourselves in mm -hmm. because Lord. <laughs> because I feel that's what we do sometimes. Like when they were going through the whole Black Lives Matter, mm. I feel like you had a lot of people out there who wanted to be empathetic and who wanted to. To help and be a part of, but you push, but a lot of people would push them out. Why? Because they don't know how this feels because they're, they're not, not black. black. But yet, and still, you're trying to put yourself in other people's situation, but you have nothing to do with them either. Correct. You can't. You can't, you can't have, have it both it. ways. Yeah. And the and the sad part about it is, like I like I discovered when all of it was going down. In the puzzling days, there are a lot of people on the other sides of the aisle that are ready and willing to fight yes. if you would let them. Yeah. But you're so caught up in you don't know my story, so how can you help me? That you push them away, yet do the exact thing like you just said to them. Like you don't know, you don't. You, they might have been rich white billionaires, maybe, maybe. I don't know their story. Which is why I can say, you don't know if they are 
Because who's to say that this wasn't something that somebody saved up for? This might have been their 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 bucket list wish. I mean, I, I've always old. got some old. I mean, there's some old. Yeah, some old, old souls in there. They might have cashed out their retirements. They might have, you know, cashed out their IRAs. You don't you don't know what they wanted to do, you know, with with their with their funds and stuff. And so again. Yeah, they might have been rich white billionaires, but for all we know, they might have been rich white billionaires at the end of their careers. That's true. And so now I'm finna go, I'm finna live my life these last 10, 15 years. I'm finna go do what I want to do because I spent the last 50, 60 years working my fingers to the bone to get to where I'm at. So again, it's like, dude, like you don't know their stories. You don't know their stories. Um, and so, so yeah, that was that piece of it for me. Um, anything you want to say? No, I'm good. Okay, I got one more. So, then the last part that I wanted to talk about is that you had people who were saying, isn't it odd that five people missing in a submarine can get media coverage for weeks? But you have 700 people whose boats sank as they were trying to enter into a country that wouldn't let them in. And almost nobody talked about it. 80-something people have died when the boat sank. Hundreds more probably injured from, you know, what, from this, that, and the third. They weren't able to get into the country, and yet nobody's talking about it. This is the same week. Same week. These things happen at the same time. You had a boat of 700 people who were not given entry into a country, and the boat sank. Um, and how interesting, again, that that doesn't get media attention the way that five people looking for the Titanic their excuse me, their submarine implodes. But that gets all the attention, all the media compared to these 700 people who've gone missing. Or there's 700 people who are trying to enter into a country and the country won't let them in and the ship sank. And so, we have often said this before, that the media is going to pay attention to whatever it chooses whatever to pay attention to. to. Yeah. And it is sad that people don't bring more awareness to the things that really matter. But there's two, there's two things about that. One... The media is only going to do what's going to make them money. And so they have to weigh and measure story from story. Is this story going to get us more attention or less attention? Are people going to listen to this or not listen to this? We have a, they, they have, I'm not going to say we, they have a journalistic responsibility to put the news out there 
but they do not have a journalistic responsibility to make you pay attention to them. So they have to decide what are they going to pay attention to. And for the viewers that watch their news channels and for the sponsors who paid their bills, they decided we're going with the sub story. And like clockwork, the sub story ran and ran and ran and ran because everybody was interested in it and everybody was talking about it, which generated more interest and they kept those things going. Now, the migrant story, the 700 people, that story did get out there, but nobody was paying attention to it. And I would also like y'all to see in both instances, were these not choices that they made knowing the consequences, the consequences that could come with the choices that, that, that they made? made because how many people on this boat? That's they number one. On that's number one. That is number one. It's little ass boat that looking like it's got mold. Number one. That look like it's, it's rusted up. Leg, rusted right, up. right. That's and number one. And just be downtrodden with the hit of a whale. <laughs> Come on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. A dolphin. A dolphin. Sorry. I shouldn't have made you laugh. Two. Two. <laughs> they knew where they were going. Yes. So you knew. You knew there was a possibility that they might not let you in. And so, so yes, it's 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 tragic yeah. that this ship sank. Yeah. But again, seven hundred people on this boat. I know what I know. You're running away from a bad situation. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. You're running away from a bad situation. So we're not making light of that. So but anytime like, you're in, you're going to another country. You gotta realize this country might not let you in. United States ain't no different. And we got border problems now because, you know, are we going to let them in or are we not going to let them in? Do they have the right credentials to get in? Like, this a whole thing. When we we got passports for a reason. Yeah. They got to make sure you are who you are and you coming in the country for the right reasons. Yeah. We've seen too many shows of people faking IDs and faking passports and they come in and kill somebody. You know, so, yeah. you know they got to check. And so, when you got 700 migrants, yes, they should have been humanitarian. Should have been... Um, um, should have used their humanity. It's all these seven people said, okay, come in and then we'll process y'all and decide what we're going to do. Keep them in one spot. See, lock, just lock them down, you know, and all that. You ain't even got to be mean about it. Just, yeah. you know, get them some cots and whatnot, feed them and all that kind of stuff. But to just let them sit there on the boat, that was foul. But that was the risk you ran. Because you know, these people just not going to let you in their country. Even though you're running from a bad situation, you got to hope and pray that they have a heart, but they are not obligated. Oh my, oh my God. They are not obligated to take care of you. Much like God is not obligated to take care of us. If he takes care of us, it's because he chooses to. We can't make God do anything. We can pray in our, in our prayers to him, pray that it is his will for us to be taken care of the way we want to be taken care of. So that's the difference. God, I feel like he'll take care, he'll of, take us. care of us, 
But that, that's what I'm saying. He'll take care of us, but he isn't going to be our way. Yeah. Those people were expecting somebody to let him off the boat. Yeah. That's what they wanted. I'm not obligated to let you off that boat. You can swim if you want to, but I'm not obligated to let you dock. You're not a part of our country. God is saying a similar thing to us where I'm not obligated to take care of you the way you want to be taken care of. I will take care of you according to my will and my purpose, but I'm not going to take care of you the way you want to be taken care of all the time in every circumstance. Just like the woman we were talking about before that Tim Ross was talking about, like she wanted to be taken care of a specific way. And God was like, I'm not obligated to take care of you that way. And because of that, I got to show you that. So hopefully you can see that I am better than your way. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. You can want things your way all you want to, but this ain't Burger King. And in that same way, those migrants, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them because they're running from a bad situation. And I, and I wish that people had um, asylum laws, kind of like some of the states here do um, in, a, in, in, a, in the United States, where you can come in, come in and we'll, pro and we'll deal with the process once you're in. Get here and we'll process, we'll deal with the process at that point. But, you know, but not every country is like that. And not every country has to be obligated to be like that. Because, again, you don't know who you're bringing into your country. You know, now, again, this is just me making stuff up. And you know how my writer mind works. There ain't no telling that whatever might have that one super spy on that ship. And you let them in. And now he find a way to manipulate and get out and go Jason Bourne on somebody one good time. And we were the ones that let him in. So, again, you know, it, I... So again, I'm saying all that to say, as you you know brought this into the picture, that you know I feel bad for them, but that was a choice they made, right? And so going back to so then going back to choices, people are often bothered by the fact that things don't get the attention of of one person or another. Um, in the world and society that we live in, you know, popularity wins out. And I, so I tell people all the time, or at least I tell people, I don't know who I'm talking to nowadays, used to tell people all the time, if you want something to be popular, you got to give them a reason to make it popular. If you're going to post about the Titanic situation, then they're going to keep feeding you the Titanic situation. The reason why they're not posting about, I mean, the reason they're not talking about the migrant situation is because you ain't making no noise about the migrant situation. You're making yeah. noise about the Titanic situation, so they're going to give you what you want. Tell people again, you want people to give you better music? Stop listening to the trash. You you tired of Nicki Minaj, the Nicki Minaj's and the um, the Dua Lipas and the, um, even though she's kind of a bad example because I like her music, um, but the, um, the Cardi B's and things like that, the mumble rappers and all that, you want them to go away? Stop listening to their music. Because if you stop listening to their music, it will force them to change how they put, how they get, what they give you. Listen to the people who are giving out, who are putting out R&B, real R&B, not this fake stuff of the, you know, the, 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 um, what's it called? The auto-tunes of the world. 
You want real R&B? Listen to real R&B. Pump them people up. Give those folk, you know, the million dollar, um, not million dollar, but the million, um, million hits, million views and million hits. If you pump them up, you get more of it. Because people realize, okay, if I want to be popular, I got to put out this type of music to get my name out there, so that's what I'm going to do. You keep endorsing the mumble rappers, you're going to get more mumble rappers. We only get what what's being what's being popularized. And so in that same way, you want people to give you more of the stories that you want, stop giving people your money. Oh my gosh. This is a difficult one. I'm going to say it anyway. You want to stop prosperity gospel preachers from preaching prosperity gospel? Stop giving them the money. Now, in the generations we live in, they can't, half of them can't tell the difference no more. But God is waking folk up. And so, sitting here talking to myself probably, you want the prosperity gospel preachers to stop preaching the prosperity gospel so much? Make sure you're not supporting them. Because the only reason why they're doing what they're doing is because they're being supported. Like some preachers get to a point where they even when they know the gospel, they won't preach it because of who's supporting them. I, I would preach the real gospel, but then we're gonna lose our money. I would preach the real gospel, but then people would then turn turn it back on the church, on this church, and go someplace else. I don't want them to go anywhere else because then what am I gonna do? You have to decide what's more important: the gospel or your constituency, your congregation, the people that you serve, because if the gospel is not that not that important to you, then you're going to preach whatever you need to preach, and that's what's going to get the likes, and what's going to get the views, and what's going to get the hits, and what's going to get the dollars um, raised. And so, to that end, you know, if that's what you want out there then you have to make it known to the people who are pushing the media out there that that's what you want to hear. Right? The Titanic story could have gotten zero credence if everybody wasn't talking about it. And that's why people kept talking about it. And that's why people are still talking about it. You know, because we kept talking about it. But thank God somebody did put out there these migrant, you know, folk are out there, you know, done lost the, lost their lives and, you know, swimming out there in a sunken boat because now we know about it. But again, how many people shared that? But they shared that meme about the Titanic, the Titanic submarine. I think I was one of them. <laughs> so, like I said, I ain't... Yeah. So, anyway, that's all we got today, man. I just wanted to um talk about that because it was so popular. We're making it popular now, you know. Yeah. We're talking about it today, so sure. it'll be on Spotify today. Um, and so um, but again, this was good. Um, it feels good to be back. Yeah, it feels yes. good to, to talk to you again. And it does. And um, and I said what I want to start doing um is to like 
really be making sure making sure that I've got a running list of things that I got questions about and want to talk to you about and things like that. So that way we, you know, have a fresh slate, you know, stuff that we want to um, dig into. Um, but yeah, but this was good, man. I'm really glad that we, we got to do this again and I was good to talk to you about some stuff. And yeah, man. So hope you guys have a great week. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to try not to, but you know, like we said before, we're going to do what God tells us to do and not try to force this thing because anytime we force it, that's when it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel its most authentic. Um, but at any rate, you know, I feel good every time we do talk. So if anything, I want to force that. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so yeah, man, listen, love you guys. Have a great week. Um, and as always, if you can't see the good, love you guys. Sakos. Yeah.